0: Live from New York, it's the show that is very... What in the world? What What the heck? Oh, it's Thursday, but is it upset time no. already for the Cowboys? Oh, okay. Wow, oh. we jumped to the open with the tease. Yes, Patriots-Cowboys, America's Game of the Week. Meanwhile, can Coach Prime bounce back and put the Trojans on upset alert? What's going on? This guy's out, <laughs> out oh, of Oh, my gosh, tomorrow at work. Wow. What? The- Today at 4 o'clock, well, it's the most motivating segment in all of sports. Even got some Prince music there. Not giving anything away, but strong maybe. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Dare I ask? I'm waiting. Gru, is anyone on the bubble bud list?
1: (laughs) Well, I'll put it this way. With the big NBA trade yesterday, I thought about going with somebody from basketball on the bud list. But they got so long before you know oh. it really gets pressure that I. So get, the answer is it's all football. <laughs> the
2: answer no. No one's no. on the bubble. I just board. want like a,
1: a proper like a quick name. Yeah, a proper like boom. Got
0: Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We
1: got there. It. They got Embiid.
0: Yeah. We start with Milwaukee's best. We think now that Dame is on the box, Milwaukee skyrockets to title favorites, bro. Followed by the Celtics, Phoenix, the reigning champs in a wild display of disrespect. And finally, the Lakers. Who, remember, saw something in that last quarter of Game oh 1 against Joker.
2: He did. Oh, Gosh, I don't we'll be fine.
0: I'm just saying, they're, they get should be all right. Uh,
2: That's so, true.
0: <laughs> so here's a graphic, uh, Brew, about continuity and chemistry that can be read two ways. Last three champions played a lot of basketball together. Joker and Jamal, obviously Warriors played a ton, Giannis and Middleton. The previous two champions before that, LeBron and AD, didn't play a ton of games. Oddly, they were together for a decent amount of time. they just hurt. And then Kawhi was obviously a one-year rental that got a title. So the question is, knowing that superstars, we've seen it work, we've seen it haven't worked, how confident are you that Giannis and Dame will deliver a title to Milwaukee?
1: Well, look, confidence is really on a spectrum. Okay. All right, when we talk about NBA teams, I think you guys will like this. Okay. There's – Will win a championship, okay. should win a championship, and can win a championship. This is, right. this championship, is great. I right? do love this. Yeah. Now, now, it, it, this yeah <laughs> excellent. You'll totally agree with this. Will. Will. When this, the big three in Miami came together, it was like, they there's will no win. question. There's, whether they do it the first year, or whatever, they're doing yeah, it. Who seven? Durant and the Warriors. Right. There was no will. question. Your Nets. Well, no, the Nets the next were a, the next level over should? Should, oh, my bad. That's should that's okay. right. Didn't give themselves a chance. Injuries hit. Oh, okay. Anti-vax. And then they just yeah. they just disbanded. Uh-huh. All right. And then there's can. All right. And the cans are the Celtics, the Phoenix right now. I think the Celtics actually now are in the should oh, category. Oh okay. Wow, Doesn't mean they will, but they're in the should category at some point. These guys right. should be able to get together. And I would put these Bucks at the top of the should category. Oh, okay. All right? I think they should be the favorites. Right now, I mean, we got time before we make our picks. Right now, I like them. I would yep. pick them if I had to right now. But I, they're not as far as, like, definitely will. There's no question about that. So, look, they've got the two superstars. Dame, is he still in his prime? Look, last year he's averaged a career high 32 yeah. points. It was his second best statistical year ever. Yep. A few years ago he was 30 points, eight assists. Last year, 32.7 assists. Threes were down slightly it, from the first year he was his it best was a year. great
2: bounce back from the year before last right. where he was hurt and didn't look like right. quite it the same. wasn't terrible, still was exactly. like twenty five
1: yep. points a game, yep. but so, Dame, I would say both in their prime, even though Dame might be toward the end of his prime, they fit together perfectly. And when you yeah. bring together superstars, that's critical. So. Do they fit? Do they complement one another? These two do. Yeah. The pick and roll is going to be fantastic. And look, here's a small little thing because wing defenders is probably something that people are like, yeah. uh, do they have that? Yeah. I think Jay Crowder is going to play a bigger role this gotta year. Got to be better. Because Mike Budenholzer loved Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen. Oh, that's interesting. And played them. People yeah. and Some people in that organization were like, look, can we get Jay in there? Sure. We, should we trade Connaughton just so he has to play somebody yeah. else? And so now I think you'll see Crowder, so, who, who theoretically should is be, what they need. Exactly right. If, so, he, yeah. if
2: he can be the Crowder from right. a few years ago. So I actually believe. The Bucks are in the will category. If and not necessarily for this year, over the next couple. Let's say, what do you
1: think the window? Two. Well, they They better. They're both under
2: contract for the next two years, so call it the next two. I think you know. I I know they hope and believe Giannis a year from now will sign an extension, but we know they're going to be together for the next two years. Dame's age and so right, and Dame's age will see. So here's why. I believe Giannis's destiny. Mm-hmm. is supposed to be a top 10 guy all time. After right. the championship, I think everyone thought, yep, he's going to be one of the – and the ten be- the problem with top 10s is only 10 spots. Right. So there's eight guys I can think of that it's not realistic that no matter what he does over the next few years, he's jumping. LeBron, Kareem, Michael, Russell, Magic, Wilt, Duncan, Kobe. I don't think he has enough time left to jump those guys. Okay. So the guys in that 9 through 15-ish range, Kevin Durant. Has been to four finals, one two rings. Dr. J. Durant's four, not in the, the, the top okay, well, ten discussion. Okay, th- no, no, agree? no. I'm saying I said in that nine to fifteen range. I'm just saying the guy's in Giannis's current neighborhood. Okay, Durant four finals, two rings. Dr. J four finals, one ring, but two rings in the ABA yeah. that we've got to give him some credit for. Steph six finals, four rings. Shaq six finals, four rings. West eight finals, one ring, but eight finals. Dream three finals, two rings. Bird five finals, three rings. I think Giannis is in that neighborhood of a player. So you know what he does need to do? It's not about counting rings, but it is about deep playoff runs repeatedly and multiple championships, unless you're Jerry West. We give you a pass. You ran up against Celtics. You made it the final game of the year nine times. I think Dame is the perfect complimentary piece. I think Giannis is that level of player. I expect this team to win a title in the next couple years. If they don't, then in my opinion, I was wrong about Giannis. Not like, oh, guys, but... I was elevating him where he's rubbing elbows with Akeem Olajuwon and Larry Bird and those guys. And so I expect Wilds, him, to be playing in the final game of the year each of the next two years and at least win one. I expect that.
0: So I'm nervous, Brew. Yesterday we were on a sugar high. We got big news. We blew up the rundown. We were like, yes, titles, here we go. You can't wait. This is going to work perfectly. And then I, I came down yesterday. I said, you know what, Wilds? All we've been talking about is the secret sauce of chemistry and continuity, and that's what drives team. Heat culture. We talked about, oh, why do they get? Why, why do they take inferior talent and get to the finals? We're like, well, it's heat culture. Right. Talk about the Warriors. Why did the Warriors flame out? Is it because they weren't all of a sudden good at basketball? It's like, no, because Draymond messed up the culture of that team. So I think that we're not paying enough attention to continuity and, and chemistry. So here's the list of guys that I could see, I think it's an issue. That we know that the Warriors big three have played a lot of basketball. We've been waiting for the Celtics to take the next jump. We saw in the finals last year, wow, Joker and Jamal just kind of running these plays. They know where each other are. Yeah. Jimmy and Bam, of course, he culture. LeBron and AD, it's a small number because they're always hurt. Kawhi, same thing with uh, those guys. But those two big goose eggs at the end, I think it's going to be an issue. And I'm, I just wouldn't be surprised if we get to the final press conference. Like, you know. We needed it, more time. Yeah. it's You know, when, we had that freak injury in March. That well, kind of if you have an injury,
1: us. injury obviously yeah. could, could throw a monkey wrench in anybody's plans. But I think the key, more chemistry is obviously important. Mm-hmm. But when your pieces fit, you can develop chemistry yes. fairly easily. Like LeBron and Wade were never really a great basketball fit. They
2: were just so good. It was right. Okay. They
1: were and, and so it took them a year. And they took Wade in the offseason saying, you know what, I'm gonna step back. It's your team, That's LeBron. Right. And but LeBron and AD a better fit, they went at their first year together. You know, we've seen the the Boston Big 3, Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul fit. Pierce. Perfect fit. They win it their first year together. So these guys, like I said, right now they would be my pick because these two fit so, so well together. Can I
2: can, LeBron, uh, LeBron's now been invoked twice by Wild, so I'd like to say something about him in relation to what we just saw if I'm Okay. You you're, you guys I'm sure watch a lot of mob movies. We all do. They're of great. Everyone you know, judges and, and talks about the guys who flip. I'd never do that. I'd never be a rat. And then all of a sudden, the feds get them in a room. They're in a bad spot, and they're t- talking about everybody. Yep. Everybody yep. thinks three. They, would, yep. <laughs> they, they would act a certain yes. way. And then they're put in a position. They're like, oh, maybe I wouldn't. Everybody acts like the way LeBron has done business. All the stars. Oh, I wouldn't do that. The day LeBron signs with the Heat, Kevin Durant thumbs out a tweet. What happened? Everybody wanting to go after every, you know, they go compete, team. right? Ka- Kawhi Leonard, when he was battling with LeBron, the media was telling us, you know, he's such a low maintenance guy. It's such a nice, you know, change of pace. And then you find out, oh, once he gets the power, pretty high maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> Damian Lillard, I love it. I love Dame. Damian Lillard was held up as the bastion of. Team loyalty. Damian Lillard was asked about he and Bradley Beal and their loyalty to the Wizards and the Blazers a little over a year ago. Here's what Dame said.
1: Another guy where, you know, people was like, man, he got he to get out of Washington and he has to do this, he has to do that. I, I have people say that about me all the time, you know. Uh, and I think we share that same mentality where it's like, no, you know, we, it's nothing against people that decide to team up and all that stuff. It's just, this is the route that we choose.
2: Yeah, until you realize, like LeBron did in Cleveland the first time around, this route is going to have no end. Giannis, listen, I'm not judging anyone, Giannis said, but I, you know, it's important to me mm-hmm. to be a buck forever. Giannis said this in a Nike commercial, uh, I think a little over a year, or in 2020, pardon me, three years ago. Let's play it.
3: Loyalty means everything to me. It's, it's everything. I don't think you can give 100% to a team. If you're not loyal, if you always have a X plan, a plan B, so it means everything to me. You know, uh, there's no plan B for me. It's only plan A. It's win with the bucks.
2: Yep. Hey, Until there was a yeah, the plan B. Until there wasn't. And so I guess the one person who hasn't applied to his staff. But Steph's never had a reason for a wandering eye, right? Like, it's always been, it's like magic with the Lakers. Like, there's never a reason for it. And so, the reason I bring it up is not to cast aspersions at all. But all of these guys eventually come to the place of, man, the organization is not the one getting run through the mud for not winning a title. I am. My name. Well, that's is, it. And I'm going. And and Giannis again. People might be like, Giannis didn't leave. Giannis told the New York Times a couple weeks ago, right. "Man, I will leave if I need to because I th- they are, tight. Enti- they are obligated to their own talents and abilities course, first and foremost." It's the
1: pressure when you're that level of player. The pressure is at some point, are you going to win a title? Yep. And then if you don't can't do it there, you got to go get with guys that you can.
0: yep Okay. Well done. Uh, meanwhile, Drew Holiday on the Blazers for at least a little while. Here's what friend of the show Brian Windhorst said. It is possible that a team that acquires Drew, despite this star pairing in Milwaukee, Giannis and Dean, could feel better about their championship chances than they did a couple of days ago.
1: So, Brew, who should go out and try to get Drew Holiday? Well, look, wherever Drew goes, because he's going to a contender. Yep. Okay? And he's lost. They're going to be very much in the hunt. In fact, the team I think that I would like to see him go to is Boston. Really, and and if he goes to Boston for say uh, Malcolm Brogdon, do they want to move? They might have to give up Robert Time Williams. Time war, but they have Chris yeah, Right, um, yeah. They might very It'll well move 40, ahead yeah. of Milwaukee as the favorite. Oh wow! Because, uh, okay. No, hold on. Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. What has Boston under Joe Missoula? They've kind of lost that defensive identity. Mm-hmm. Drew brings that back. True. Okay. And yet, he's a better offensive player, a better scorer, a better shooter than Marcus Smart, who was part of your defensive identity. And what do they lack at the end of games, Nick? They don't have a decision-maker. So they put the ball in Tatum's hands or Brown's hands, and those guys make mistakes. Sure. They turn the ball over. Yeah. If you put it in Drew Holiday's hands, now you've got that decision-maker to go with those guys. Well, so if he goes to Boston for Boston's, that package, Boston, they well, are going to be I mean,
0: that is just a quiet indictment on the Boston Celtics. That Jason Tatum perennial MVP conversation right. being in person and the most expensive
2: the player for that was candidate of oh yeah candidate <laughs> being like, in I
0: like, person, oh, like yeah. but, uh, I want to hear
1: because I don't then, think I'm indicting them. What was I? No, what, 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 what was He, I, was he I, thinks was the, you are the
0: MVP done. candidate and the biggest contract in NBA history. But they
1: need someone. And they to need run someone the show. to run the show. Is odd. Yeah. They're but, not point guards. That's it's just odd. and everybody so, that can handle the basketball doesn't mean they're a great decision makers. Right.
2: That's I, I agree with you, Brew. I think Boston is going to be on the phone. The team that I would like to see do it more than anything is the team that, once upon a time, my pal Horalibus Volgaris ran this team and said, "You know who the perfect backcourt mate for Luka Doncic is? Drew Holiday." I would. The Mavs would be better with Drew than Kyrie. And if you could work out a three-team trade, if you could work out a three-team trade, the Lakers probably have to be involved because not a lot of teams want Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Where Drew goes. To, okay, to Dallas. Dallas, Kyrie goes to the third team, I would assume the Lakers, or if you wait until the end of the year, maybe teams will let, trust Kyrie more, I don't know, yeah, but, I mean, and assets to Portland. I think Drew is perfect for Luka. I'm going to tell you another team that I'm sure is calling, Philadelphia. Yeah. I think they need an adult. They need it would be a great defensive team. Drew is not going to be afraid by the moment. And the team everyone keeps bringing up that I will admit would scare me is Golden State. If Golden State ships reships Chris Paul, that's weird. in a three-team so trade.
1: That's, but think of it like, and you say, "Well, why would Portland win?" He is a veteran that can help those young guys. No,
2: I think I think it'd be a three-team trade. I don't think Chris Paul goes to Portland. I think that would also I'm have to saying, be a three-team there might, trade. Portland
1: or, probably wants to get more out of or, it than a well, Chris Kuminga, Paul. Probably, it but to remember, be Chris Paul yeah, and but that's the thing. If you you take on Chris Paul, so you can get a Kaminga yeah. or some of the other that young one guys. would be
2: dynamic. Because Chris,
1: will, look at what he did in Oklahoma City, yeah, just true. helping those guys win. But he's going to have the he's going to want the ball. No, he wouldn't even start in.
2: Uh he wants to start. Well, well He wants to start. You don't think he's going to start. I agree with you. No. I'm Trail saying players? I think. Golden, no way do you, do you agree that Drew would win. fit better on Golden State than Chris? Of course. Yeah. He's just at this point. He's, he's a, a better player. Yeah, yeah, and I think absolutely. he'd fit more. Right. And he gives them the defense. Dallas should do it, by the way. Dallas, that makes sense. Oh. Kyrie likes Dallas now. He just he Don't does. don't care. He and Luka are not going to be a smart ceiling. They got a ceiling that there's no
1: question.
0: Meanwhile, let's check in on the Suns. Third part of this deal, Aiton basically traded for a full bench unit. Devin Booker, you brought this up, Nick, and I put in the read. The only member of the finals team that lost to Giannis still on the Suns. I was shocked by this. Yeah. Ownership and coaches included.
2: Yeah. <laughs> how much pressure Big is moves. Phoenix under to, under to And that's their now. projected starting five, by the way, we should say. We think it'll be a Kobe, right. but we don't know.
1: And you look at the question, it says how much pressure is on KD. So let's, let's focus on him. Sure. I think I'm going to surprise you guys. Very little. Really? If any. Pressure is the outgrowth of expectations. Let's be honest.
2: English major.
1: Do we really expect as great as he is, as much promise as this team has, do we really expect Kevin Durant to win a championship? He's going to be 35 tomorrow. Okay. Happy birthday. Awesome. Yeah. Happy birthday, KD. He's missed 191 <laughs> games in the last four years. That's an average of 47 games a year. He's not even playing half the games. And last year he got hurt in warm-ups. Okay. Then he he's, uh, been, hasn't been past the second round since he left Golden State. And then the last two years, he hasn't been KD great. He's been great. hasn't been KD great. In the playoffs, he was outplayed clearly by Jason Tatum two years ago, shot 38%. Mm -hmm. And then last year, Devin Booker was the Suns' best player in the playoffs. So I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying they can't win a ring. I like this team. But is uh, expectations? I mean, I think we expect more of Jokic now. We expect more of Giannis in the crew. Boston. I
2: agree with that on the individual player level. What I will tell you is Vegas has him as the favorites in the West. Vegas has, I mean, you see it right there, they, Right. They, right. They, am, they am as favorites over Denver, which makes no sense to me. I think it is very odd. This is why I didn't like the Bradley Beal trade, for the record, because it left with the only bullet they had left in their gun to acquire depth and talent, DeAndre They got some depth. You don't think they have depth? I, I certainly don't think they have front, like, they don't have point guards or front court guys. That seems like a problem. They just have wings galore. And you're going to try every team in the West has to be thinking about um, if we play the fella from Serbia in a series, what are we going to do? And I don't think Nurkic can do it, and they don't have the picks or players to acquire someone else. And I'm not saying anyone can handle Jokic, no, but, but you I can't think, just no, give them. I think that's fair. And, you have to put someone there, and I don't. And think even not in it. that starting lineup we showed you, they don't have a point guard. I know they're like, oh, well, Devin that's what they don't have.
1: Point guard. It, it could be Boston West. Like I said, the, I mean, we'll see yeah. Booker. And Beal. Now they can handle the ball. They can distribute. But will they make the great decisions? And even KD in that. If they don't win,
2: if they if he doesn't go on a deep playoff run, like a finals appearance at some point with Phoenix, it's going to be one of the weirdest basketball careers ever. Just the guy was really you think. Yeah, because just to go from perennial conference finals appearances and NBA finals appearances over the beginning of his career to, like you said, all of a sudden not being passed around two and a half decade in the smack dab middle of his prime with hand-picked teams is weird. It's just a weird... Well, he
1: was with his hand-picked team. Well, you're right, Brooklyn. Yeah, he did that's what I'm saying. It. But injuries, I mean... Injuries and other stuff. Oh, this wild. And they gave him some. And him some.
2: And they Not my
0: second. Our segment. Is that even today? No. no. Is that like, he's he's right? Not today.
2: You got my show. I'm back. No, no one has ever he's called it you your just show. You did. I said the segment. Oh, the Cowboys
0: on upset alert? Good question. Guy's ego Next up, Ali Ali things Ali first things first. Fox Sports Chill on Serious Exam. Like
4: Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Oh, make sure you play this week's Super 6 free-to-play game. You download the app, get a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. We'll do that after the show. Uh, Battle of America's team of the last two centuries Dallas, of course, before the iPhone was invented, and you had to look things up in encyclopedias. Go to your grandma's house. Like, can I look up your encyclopedia? I need to we know get the, it the was. population of South Dakota. And modern-day America, which is the Patriots. Nick, you've got the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Yeah. What would a loss
2: mean for the means Cowboys? I'm glad we're kicking this around. Wait. I'm glad you've come around. It means they're cooked. It means they're not the team that I believe they exactly. are. You don't lose back-to-back teams. As a touchdown plus favorite to terrible teams. Six and a half now. The, Moving the line. Okay. Um and then make the Super Bowl. There's no precedent for it in modern NFL history. The Patriots in twenty eighteen? The, I told you that every the day. They lost two straight games early in and I kindly explained that to you Jacksonville was that good one of those before. teams. Made the AFC title game. They, they were five year four, and and they were not year. big favorites. I, and so th- that is not an example. You put little, little no, that's, you know, qualifiers on it. That is, yeah. is exactly <laughs> no. There's plenty of teams <laughs> that have X-Train. lost back. I believe the Chiefs made a Super Bowl in a year they lost back-to-back games. But losing back-to-back games to bad teams. Well. When you're a big favorite, you don't make the Super Bowl. But it's not going to happen. Like, Here's the reason why it's not going to happen. Let's hear it. Because the Cowboys, everyone here agrees, are a playoff team, and the Patriots don't beat those. The Patriots since the wind game have beaten one playoff team and it was a team that started the game with their backup quarterback and then ended with their third string quarterback. We showed you yesterday, and I'll show you again, all of the quarterbacks the Patriots have beaten in the last two years. And you might be like, oh, wait, but golf's good. Yes. But that was not a Mac Jones game. That was a Zappy game. And we all know they had far higher upside than the Zappy games. So maybe I'd feel differently if Zappy were playing this weekend, but unfortunately for the Patriots, he's not. So no, the Patriots are not the, the Cowboys, it would mean they're cooked, but it's not gonna happen. So I'm not worried about it.
1: But if they lose. Thank you, bro. I mean, I you're you are saying week four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they lose, they're done.
2: They can't win the Super Bowl.
4: That I mean, they're not, gonna they're not going to be 0-4. They're
1: not going
2: to be 1-3. But it even. means they're not good enough. It doesn't mean they're mathematically eliminated. There's if you no lose back-to-back games to Josh Dobbs enough. and Mac Jones, you're not good enough to win four straight playoff games. It's not a hot take.
1: To, to me, the only tangible, like if they lose, the only tangible result or loss is that it's going to be tough for them to win the NFC East. Right. Because, right. So they'll still make the playoffs yes. likely. They got a tough schedule, but they'll still make the playoffs and it'll be a harder road for them to climb to the Super Bowl. But that's the only tangible thing. And while coach, you notice know you rather went learn from a win than a loss. It might not be the worst thing in the world like for them that. if they they are on a high horse. We got Micah talking. No, already they're not. They about, just lost the Yeah. And, and what did he say after they lost? We gotta stop playing down to the level of our opponent. He's what he his crazy. What did he say? He "Redemption stuff. is nigh." Yeah. That's what he said. Watch us against New England. I mean, it might. And, and Jerry's still running his mouth. It might not be the worst thing in the world for them to find out Thank they're not know. quite as good as
3: I'll they think that. they are. And, and but we've seen so many teams that are hot in the early part of the season and then they fall off yes. and and that it matters whether you're hot at the end of the season. Look at look at the Prince that was promised, right? He struggled all through yeah. the first part of yeah. the season yeah. and we'll they win. got hot late. Detroit and got hot late. The but, and they couldn't win the Super even Bowl. Even my experience in New England were 5 and 5. Then we go on a winning streak and we win the Super Bowl. And I know that was a while ago, so I guess that doesn't count. No, but you guys, <laughs> did, you
2: guys were not massive favorites and losing
3: back-to-back but, 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 but games. It he, didn't happen. He, here's to to Chris's point. I do think that it'll it'll recreate the narrative that the Cowboys are imposters. It'll it'll increase the pressure in in Dallas. I think Micah Parsons' podcast will be off the hook. I can <laughs> I would love. I would love just for that reason to be able to go listen to his podcast because now it won't be about... Hey, slow down on the Super Bowl. It'll be slow. You know, we we got to focus on the playoffs. So there's that element. So they need to figure out some things in Dallas. They need to figure out the red zone. And 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 uh, Zeke isn't coming back, and he had 12 red zone touchdowns. Dalton Schultz isn't coming back. He had five red zone touchdowns. That's right. So they need to figure out some things and and figure out what they do really well. And a lot of teams are going through that process right now.
0: Uh, the, The other thing I think it would expose when the Patriots win is like, oh. You miss Trayvon Diggs more than we thought. Like I know the Arizona loss, we're like, well, you know, a lot of there's an emotional come down to it. But once Mac Jones starts airing that thing out, you're like, wow, (laughs) it's going to be off the hook.
3: Right
2: right now, you think what I'm saying is ridiculous. In a few weeks, the Bills play in back to back week. The New York Giants and the New England Patriots. If the Bills lose both of those games, you're going to come out here and be like, still think they can win the Super Bowl? Of course not. Well,
1: hold on. But la- see, with the Bills, I've said it. Last year, they start 6-1. and one. They beat the Chiefs. They finished seven straight wins, and they look horrible in the playoffs. Yeah, they- so, I mean, I- I'm just saying certain teams, I don't think you could say that. I-, I would not write. I don't have the Cowboys making the conference finals, yeah. but I would not write them off if they lose this okay. game.
0: Uh, Meanwhile, the media, still obsessed with that dirty, dirty dog Mac Jones, (laughs) tried to get him to talk about the Sauce Gardner incident, but he shrewdly stayed laser focused on Dallas. Take a listen. Several
4: current and former players have have kind of come out and said that was a dirty player that you've been dirty. What do you say to that?
2: Yeah, I think, like I just said earlier, just really focused on the Cowboys, as you can see, just trying to prepare for a good defense, and um, that's my focus trying to control the controllables, and I'm looking forward to just building this week. You know, we got practice today, got practice tomorrow and Friday, so um, primetime game in a great stadium with a great football culture. Um, So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. Coach, that's like music to your ears, right there.
3: Just look into the next game. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Alabama, Alabama Mac was, was he was he dirty at Alabama? I, I can't find he any clips of I him. No, not really. It's just more of
0: a recent thing that he's a dirty oh, dog. So a very, <laughs> Alabama
3: Mac wasn't dirty. Yeah, well,
0: at Alabama, um, now he's rechristened himself he's as re-chr- Alabama Mac, so he might be dirty.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think that um, I, I, I like where Mac Jones is going. I, I think that in the two losses that they've had he was he was either driving down to tie the Thank game you. or win the game in both of those losses. His TD percentage is up, his Thank interception you. percentage is down, his quarterback rating is up. There's a lot of yeah. positives and he's put him in position to either win or tie in both losses. So to say that that, you know, he's oh. he's, he's done or not very good, yep. how whatever narrative Nick likes it. It's say. not
2: a narrative. Thank you. It's not a narrative. First <laughs> of all, he's He's losing whatever small constituency he had. The biggest Mac Jones defenders going into the year were Bill Simmons and Kevin Wilds. Bill uh, is now spouting the same TikTok stats we all saw, yeah. that he has one career come from behind victory. And you, you literally looked what into the camera two days ago and said, when you've lost Kevin Wilds, you lost, you've lost America. No. You're halfway there. No. You're I'm saying he's a bad there. guy. So, I'm saying he's a dirty dog. Okay. That's and he's, it. Like, he's like, you know. All right. So here's the question I have for you. Can we quit because – I would argue he right now is not a top 25 quarterback.
4: Okay, so on. I just we can not a show top 25. Well, we can that's, just that's
2: show Mahomes Mountain. This is not a <laughs> Hold on. You got a I'm, college wait kid wait a second. Up there. I He's mean, not included in the math. Just wait a moment, guys. There's 26 people on there. If you guys have a long list of people that you would like to say Mac Jones is better then I'll listen to it. Now, obviously Deshaun and Russ the teams would switch because of the contracts, but if you have a long list of guys I'm going to give you one that's
1: arguable, and I'm yeah. not even trying one to be arguable. What are you talking about? No, no, about? but I'm saying
2: Baker. You okay, got sure. Baker clearly. There ahead. you go. That's fine. Oh, that, okay, that so put mean, him I'm just saying Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs?
3: Really? I like Josh Dobbs We've CJ, seen him play I five do. games. So CJ here's the He's, question. Question he's better than I Mac Jones now? We don't know yet? about Kenny Pickett. We don't right. I'm not a question mark. Ritter wasn't on there.
2: Ritter wasn't on there. And he's ahead of Ritter, but that's fine. So there's a lot of we don't knows in Baker Mayfield. That's fine. So here's the my question for one. I want to hear it since that we've gone to the seventeen game season, mm-hmm. if you go six and 11 or worse, you have had a top seven pick each year. Okay? Mm-hmm. What record since you're a quarterback wins guy? Yeah. Do the Patriots need to have this year for you to say, probably need to draft a quarterback. What? Oh, what for you? Do they, anything six wins? I'm at I, six. Yeah, seven and ten.
0: Seven I, and ten. I, seven, seven and ten. And 10. ten you got to draft a quarterback. Seven and ten. I would feel very bad. Depends well, how we lose the games. On. But seven and ten, I would not feel well, good. Well, you're okay. Well, then you're seven and draft, ten, I okay, would okay, not. Keep, uh, you're
2: going to eventually agree. With you
1: know line. what? If the quarterback's not Caleb Williams. Then why I'm I'm not not drafting one of these guys to replace Mac Jones other than Caleb Williams, Shadour. I mean, he's obviously got upside, but I'm just saying I
0: don't want to talk about drafting quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I I don't think they need to draft a quarterback Uh, again unless it's one a guy like that that could be generational. But look, how about giving Mac Jones some weapons? He is. You use the term coach force multiplier. He's not a force multiplier. He needs. He's got weapons. He's thrown more touchdowns than Dak Prescott. Can I, that, the, that doesn't mean – you know, the the, big, the best receiver, at least right now, with receptions for the Patriots is Kendrick Bourne. He's 49th in the league, even though Mac is third in the league in completions, as you say. Oh, I'm going to show so you. So I'm Look, saying give him a great weapon and let's see what he can I, do.
0: I, we are fine the way we are built right now. You're not fine. Here's You're not going to tr- get a tr- the tr- playoffs. I'm going to show you the truth. Here's, some, uh, here's a uh, 100% truth that me and Hubs looked up and jo- <laughs> we had Josh – Double-check it. Oh, good. Do you know that Reno, Nevada is further west than Los Angeles? I know you don't think it's true, yeah,
2: sure, but it's 100% yeah, the, the, the true. World, the world's globe. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's so it's further west,
0: good. Los Angeles. Yeah. If you, you that, say that, no know. one believes it. But when I say, hey, Mac Jones is playing better than Dak Prescott, everyone throws up in their mouths. But when you look at the actual stats, because Mac's losses were against the Eagles defense that everybody loves – and our completion percentage, oh, it's down a little bit, even though we had to play in the rain last week.
1: And then he's thrown more touchdowns. I agree with you. On okay, that. then why are we talking about drafting quarterbacks? Well, I'm not that Nick brought that up. I'm saying unless it's Caleb like, Williams, I'm not drafting
0: one. It's a, it is a big game because he should be you, able to outplay. You that. said
1: if they go 7 and 10, you're ready to draft a quarterback.
0: I shouldn't it's have gonna be Mack Falk
2: if they go seven and ten. <laughs> I shouldn't have answered that. We're gonna <laughs> edit that out. Wait, I can I just I know we have to go. I, this is the next time we have the Mac Jones discussion. Maybe we can have it. I just want, rather than comparing him to a quarterback who's having a down opening few games, I would like anyone to present any evidence that he's good. I would like any evidence... Well, it, be as it, a be rookie, it tape, he helped him it, get to the playoffs. Be it tape or stats... That show, be, you know what? This is why I think he's good. Well, what about his the rookie years?
3: I think about? I think that if you look at last year, you could make the argument that that might have slowed down his development yeah, in the offensive system that he was in, in the experiment that they had. That now, and if you look at his draft class. Outside of Trevor Lawrence, he's the only one that's still playing it at a, a level where you think, okay, this may work out. It, it, yeah, I agree.
2: He's better than Zach Wilson. I, I, well,
3: Justin Fields, Justin Zach Wilson, Fields Zach Wilson Zach Trey Wilson, Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah. That's a good point. Right. There's some evidence. And, oh, that, don't then, say anything bad about Kyle Burr. Well, he's contrast. better than Kyle Burr. I was just saying that whole four <laughs> <truck laughs> That's act. You hear
1: evidence
0: four o'clock on Sunday. You tune in. Why don't well, you play him at 4 o'clock on Sunday? I
2: hope
3: they
4: Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you.
0: Dolphins, Bills. Bills defense has given up a total of 35 points through three games. Dolphins, of course, scored double that last week. Here's Mike McDaniel. If you need to be motivated for a game like
2: this, check your pulse or maybe um, consider
4: uh, a career adjustment. Very, very difficult challenge that I think our players are pumped for because you sign up to to play
0: the, the best and I think they fit that. Okay. Can the Bills keep up with the Dolphins?
2: Can they? Sure. I'm very, very interested to see how the Bills' defense looks against Miami. The Bills' defense statistically has been unbelievable. Number two in yeah. sacks, number one in picks. Mm-hmm. They're allowing a passer rating of 50, otherwise known as the average Zach Wilson game, but for most people it's really <laughs> bad. And so, the, but is that because they have played Zach and the, the, Sam Howell and the, the other game? Oh, Jimmy G. Or is it because the defense is great? And then, of course, how good is Miami's defense? Like, I want to see that. But I want to show Coach uh, that I think he'll enjoy a blind reveal here that mm. you guys like so much. So these, this is through two weeks, and these are startlingly similar numbers to the point of the exact same number, not only touchdown interception, but completions to attempts, which is remarkable. This is Tua Tonga-Vailoa this year and Tua Tonga-Vailoa last year. Mm. And so I, and people will be like, well, they didn't have a 70 point game. No, but they did have like a 30 point fourth quarter, if yeah. you remember, yep. where he threw yep. for six touchdowns. I only say that because we have seen, as recently as last year, a very similar start from the Dolphins without a 70 point molly whopping of the Denver Broncos. And now, because he got hurt, they yep. weren't able to keep it up. But also, even absent the injury, there were some adjustments teams made, jamming the receivers and doing things that slowed the offense down. I'm really interested to see what the Bills do in regards to that and if they can slow Miami down. So, can they? Of course, they can keep pace with the Dolphins.
3: Yeah, I definitely think they can keep pace. And to me, it is more of an issue of whether Miami's defense can keep pace with with Buffalo's offense. and. With it's it's uh, sort of lower in the pack in, in points per game, yep. same thing in yards allowed, and and, and that's going to be the question. I, I always liked the the game the interconference games because you had a chance to really understand what you're going to get, and not only understand what you're going to get from your opponent, but how they're going to play you. And and those games were were much more interesting and much more complex from a game plan perspective. And to Nick's point. When you play a team like Miami with shifting and motioning and fast players you don't want to, you don't want to play that in space you want to try to bring it into a box and try to beat those guys up so, so I'll be curious to see if Buffalo does try to go up and get on these receivers and jam them hmm. and disrupt the timing So what you guys did of,
2: against the Colts yeah yeah, and, so they changed yeah when, when,
3: when you're trying to deal with with speed and, and, and the type of adjustments that they force you can't you can't match it you can't match it So you've got to go and, and try to snuff it out. And, and beat him up at the line of scrimmage and disrupt the timing and think now your pass rush has a real chance to go and hit the quarterback. Yeah,
1: I agree. I mean, they can keep pace with them. Buffalo's second in the league in scoring with 30 points a right. game, and if it wasn't for that 70-point aberration, it'd be a lot closer in terms of points per game. And Buffalo's faced two tough defenses. We think the Jets have a good defense, Washington, and just ran roughshod over Washington's defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, I love the balance uh, like uh, this new approach, we think, over the last two James games Coat. for Buffalo, where they're running the ball more and they've been over 100 yards the last two games. Don't talk and it's about James running the ball Co- with Nick. No,
2: I think the Bills need <laughs> to. The Bills need <laughs> to. You
1: know, so, yeah, I, 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 think, I can't wait to see this game. It's going to be a great one. I watched
2: uh,
0: the sound of the highlights of the Dolphins-Broncos game. Dolphins are riding high. And they've got so much confidence. It's yeah. a little bit like uh, Dallas-esque.
4: Uh, no, it's a
0: little <laughs> bit like cinnamon. You put the right amount in, like good. Too much, it ruins everything. They, there's two instances that stand out. One is Tyreek is in the huddle, saying, "Hey, when we score here, let's do our celebration pre the th- pre huddle." It's like never get up. The other one is the is the is the, Ty- the Tyreek touchdown. After then it cuts to the sideline and. Two is like, hey, you ran the wrong route. You 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 lined up on the wrong side. It's like, ah, who cares? It doesn't matter. So it's just if it goes wrong, it's gonna go wrong because everyone's a little bit
3: too he Confident. saw that. He saw that in Madden, or you play. Either that, if it's
0: perfect confidence. So it's one or the other. It's either perfect or a total disaster. Sound like well, the I chief. like this show to be honest. like the chief. Uh, chief uh, Is Nick going sword? to guarantee a Chiefs
4: blowout? Remember oh, that I last time? Not a carry- He oh, was afraid last wow. week.
0: A week ago, he was afraid. Just yeah, practice a while. So that's not a big deal. <laughs>
4: Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money.
0: Kansas City and New York this weekend. Chiefs linebacker Willie Gay
1: on the Jets offense. Take a listen. When you look on tape, what are you saying
4: from Zach Wilson and their offense?
0: Uh-huh.
4: Damn, that was a hard question, I can't lie. Uh,
0: the team that want to run the ball, you know, uh, of course, man, you know, not, that wasn't you know to be funny or anything, but A-Rod got hurt and they turned into a team where, like, in panic mode almost. That's what I see, at least. And um, they got great running backs, so now they're just trying to pound it, pound and ground. I mean, he did a He's good doing job. His he was really his best coach. He, really he doesn't really want to be like a horrible job. quarterback. He
3: insulted <laughs> He insulted the passing <laughs> game as much as he could. He was like, oh, oh no, no, no. no. I wasn't trying I was to be funny. <laughs> I, know I, I know I couldn't think of anything nice to say <laughs> it at is, at But all. it is. But it is. What it, it is. coach out uh, uh, here. What was he supposed to say about
1: that pass? Yeah, yeah, It was really good.
3: Hey, but I'm not trying to be funny. He's
1: dangerous.
0: All right, so last week, We had a real fork-in-the-road moment on the show Uh. because it was uh, Chiefs-Bears, and we're trying to come up with a topic, and we're like, hey, how about can you guarantee a Chiefs blowout victory or, like, an offensive explosion? Mm -hmm. And we thought we were going to get, like, you know, chest-out Nick. Instead, we got... Lukewarm Lou, I call him. Oh. He was like, no, not really. It's oh. just, uh, we're still <laughs> he, working he, guys yeah. in. And, yeah. uh, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. So we're going to try it again. It, yeah. You yeah. got he's the easy.
3: sentiment of responsibility.
0: Just nothing. <laughs> just nothing. Ratings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, do you have the courage mm. to believe in the team that you got a tattoo about? And we hung a full banner here yeah. to say they will blow out
2: the lowly and lost Jets. Mm. I am not. A karaoke machine. Oh my god. You can't just be like B seventeen, play my favorite song. (laughs) With that said, uh oh this is gonna be a bloodletting. Okay, thank you. This is and it 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 the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. In order to cover that, they just need to score seventeen. Because the Jets are (laughs) seven is about the peak. Maybe nine, maybe three field goals. I actually think it's bad for the Jets that this game's at home because the crowd's going to be honoree, yep. having been drinking all day, having been watching actual football and quarterback play all day. And by midway through the first quarter, they're going to be booing Zach Wilson. And poor Robert is going to be on the sideline like, do they not know Tim Boyle's the other option? Like, <laughs> I got to <laughs> just leave him He's out gotta there. got to do it. And I know Kevin Wilds has been oddly trying to cr- start the narrative of, hey, Maybe it's not Zach's fault. Maybe it's the offensive line. Maybe it's this. Here's Rich Semini's tweet earlier today. All right, how does Zach Wilson do when the defensive pass rush is terrible? And the answer is the same way he does in every scenario you find, tough he's home. last tough in home. everything across the board. Chris Jones, when, they're, when he's rushed, when he's not rushed, he's last. Hmm. And so this Chiefs defense is awesome. It's not good, it's not the best of the Mahomes era. It's awesome. And so the Chiefs' defense alone is enough to guarantee the Jets don't crack 10 points. And then they would have been against the Bears last week, but they're up 34-0 in halftime. Put the backups in, and the offense will score. I don't know a minimum of 27. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yes, they're going to annihilate them, and it'll be. That. And if the Jets had listened to me and signed a quarterback after the Rodgers injury, maybe they would have a chance this week. But they didn't, and now they have no quarterback, so they have no chance. It's as simple as that. No
0: trap
3: game, right, Coach? Well, hopefully they're saying the – interviews coming out of the Kansas City locker room (laughs) they're seeing Nick and they realize that collectively they have a bunch of talent still left on that team do they and they they do have a really good they should have a outstanding running game they shouldn't have a good running game they should have an outstanding running game with the three backs that they have with Dalvin Cook with Brees Hall and with Michael Carter all three of those guys are are talented and if they can run the ball consistently and and you can't this game can't get out of hand early. You've oh. got to try to keep it as, as, as close as you can and get to the fourth quarter and have a puncher's chance to win it, similar to what happened in, in mm-hmm. the Buffalo game. To me, that's that's the form of the, that they have to follow. It's, it's got to be clean, but you've got to commit to the running game, even if it's not going really well early Patrick's because it's, also, it's also a function of how much time can you keep your defense off the field, how much time can you keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. And and to do that, it's got to start with running the ball first mm. and then, you know, opening up some lanes because they've got to put eight in the box. If they lose this, well, they're going to lose this game, and Zach really looks
1: bad, I'm gonna, and they don't replace him, like go and I don't mean Trevor Simeon, who I guess is their answer, but well, they don't go what, get uh, somebody. It's
3: only gonna be Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon right now. <laughs> yeah. They, a, I, like the they don't option. bring
1: in some of the guys we've talked they about. Just they just brought someone in. But they'll be over. No, four. I know. I point yeah. sorry. I'm going to More start thinking <laughs> that they are looking at Caleb Williams. I'm going to start thinking that. No, that maybe they slide by Garrett Wilson and say, come on to the office and let's
3: really. talk to you. Well, Denver and Why Chicago would, are playing this yeah, weekend. Uh, yeah,
2: so one of them's going to win, one's going to lose. But here's the problem with the Caleb Williams thing for the Jets. Why would Joe Douglas or Robert Sala turn the page to, oh, we can get Caleb when they're just going to be watching him on TV from whatever job they have after that if the Jets end up with the number well, one Joe's
1: Well, Douglas has done a good uh, not quarterback wise, but with other if they positions, If they have the worst record funny. in
2: football this year, he hasn't done a good job.
3: That's a hot take I think that I have. It, if, if you they win have in a year the with, worst
1: quarterback okay, in the league. It doesn't matter. If, if they you have also the number have Aaron one Rogers. overall draft
3: pick, there's going to be some. Well, Solomon might
1: but, no, but Solomon no, be gone. But be the, you don't think Douglas is, has drafted some good well, players he, outside of has, quarterback? But I they, get it. If
2: they get the number one pick of the draft that in a year – I understand that. Wait, the, they, they, it was all based on Aaron Rodgers. It, you it can't. can't look, well, on. then hold on. You it can't. Was all Bruce, on Josh Dobbs You Arizona. can't go from we can win the Super Bowl to the first pick of the draft and have the. If the Super Bowl aspirations were real, then you are not oh, a quarterback injury away from be, having the first pick of the draft. The first pick no, the draft. but for the betterment of the franchise. Well, they're not going to throw games.
1: I'm not saying throw they're games, not. but you leave Zach Wilson. Why else would leaving. you leave him in there?
2: Because he has guaranteed money, and Joe Douglas doesn't want to admit he missed that draft pick. The, draft, the, the Joe Douglas guy you're defending saying he drafted well, he drafted well, he, it. he has drafted well also, outside well, of quarterback. Uh, well, and then right.
3: You could make an argument that they've spent a lot of money in draft picks on the O-line, and that's not where it should be either, so... He did have the offensive and defensive rookie of the year, which is outstanding. Right, yeah. But when you look collectively at the offensive line, the investment they put into the it line and where it's out. played, you know, it just depends on what ownership feels is, you know, the criteria. Butless
1: coming up to next. Help him out.
3: Well you got Aaron Rodgers recuperating too. Caleb can learn at his feet.
4: The playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth.
3: (laughs) To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect.
4: No one covers America's pastime like us. So, as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Baths with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon.
0: What's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all sports. It's also time where we read some viewer mail. We get a ton of mail still. People, You'd think people would be emailing or texting. Not us. We're getting straight up hardcore paper. Before I read the mail, i got to get my letter reading music. Thank you. Dear Wilds, love the show. Well, thank you. Jeez, that's nice. How about you guys put a bet on the New England Dallas game? If Dallas wins, somebody has to dress up as a cowboy. Thanks, Ryan and Brian. Well, Ryan and Brian, I appreciate the idea. If the whatever happens on uh, Sunday at 4 o'clock, We're just going to tune in here to have cogent analysis. We're not really going to do, like, silly tricks and silly, you know, visual humor of people dressed. Okay,
2: that's not... (laughs) All right, you know what? That's so rude. I feel like if if, because you're the Patriots guy, you're picking the Patriots, you should have to dress up like a cowboy.
0: The problem is, Uh I had dressed up as a cowboy before for Halloween. I look so debonair.
2: Okay,
0: it would actually be a better (laughs) outfit than I'm currently. I can, I'll do it, but I'll look. All right, do it. They're like, wow, did he
1: win the bet? Okay. All right, right. this year, this week's (laughs) list at number three. Nick, Trevor Lawrence. Now, Trevor, in fairness, you didn't ask for this, okay? You didn't ask for national broadcasters to start wearing long, blonde wigs (laughs) in your honor, okay? You didn't ask for a royal nickname like... The prince who was promised, okay? You didn't ask for horns and bugles and flutes and whistles and trumpets and whatever it is that we play whenever you have a good game, all right? But they're there. You got them. And look, judging by your bad rookie season, by your four first-half interceptions in your first playoff game, Mm. we would think that we would be patient with you. But because of all the hoopla and all the hype, we expect you to be elite right now, all right? And one in two is an elite. 21st in the league in passer rating. Not elite. Mm. 23rd in yards per attempt. Three touchdowns, two interceptions. None of that is elite, my man. And so you have got to come out. You got Atlanta this week, for goodness sake. Go out there. Put it on the Falcons and show that you are what people, particularly Nick Wright, expected you to be. I I don't believe in you as much as Nick, but I do believe in you, Trevor. All right. At number two, I I didn't even mean to do this. Another Nick guy, Dak Prescott. All right. Here's what concerns me, Dak. You're regressing. Okay. Your touchdown percentage, lowest of your career. Mm. Your passer rating and yards per game passing, lowest since your second year in the league. Yards per attempt, also lowest of your career. And your red zone efficiency is just plummeted. You're 27th in the league in red zone efficiency. And now you got Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. It's not what it used to be, obviously. But still, you got to win this game because if you don't, I don't think people... Yeah, there might be a little criticism, but for the most part, nobody's looking at the defense. Nobody's looking at the receivers. Nobody's looking at Tony Pollard. They are looking at the quarterback Mm. and saying, can we really win a Super Bowl with our $40 million a year game manager? All right, so Dak, I do believe in you to some degree. So let's go out and get it done. All right, at number one... (laughs) I got to go the coaching route. Sean Payton, Sean, Sean is, Sean is probably, you probably kicking yourself. You were probably like, what, what was I thinking? I had a cushy broadcasting job. My image as a coach, my reputation was fantastic. And all I had to do was wait, show a little bit of patience. Cause I'm watching Brandon Staley over there in Los Angeles. He ain't long for that job. I could have had Justin Herbert and all that talent in L.A., but I couldn't show any patience, and now I am in a mess. And it's not just you're 0-3. You started running your mouth about Nat Hackett. People didn't like you breaking the code, and now you have a historically bad you you use those words that it was a historically bad coaching job by night and now you've got a 70 point molly whopping on your record all right now look the, the, there is a, a little silver lining in this and it is that the chicago bears are up next the chicago bears who've lost 13 straight games all right, the Chicago Bears, who are atrocious. All right, so go in there, get that win, and then you got the Jets next. Mm. So you could be two and three like that, all right? And then all of this changes. So, Sean, look, I do think you're a very good coach. I do believe in you, but it better start. You better start getting Ws this weekend. Excellent. Excellent. Well done, as bro. As
3: always. Bro, I I love your segment. I Thank love you, it every coach. week. Is, I, I do some segments on this show that are like carnival games. Like no matter how good you are at it, the results always the same. But yours is unbiased and and is perspective. So I really really enjoy that about it. And and I'm a, I'm you know we talk about Russell Wilson who's 35. We talk about Aaron Rodgers who's 40. But I'm going to talk about a guy who's 28 and trying to come back. And, and to me, the guy who needs to be on the bud list. Is Deshaun Watson oh. and, and now with Deshaun Watson you had a whole year in the system now you're at four more or going in your fourth game here so you've had 10 games you're coming off your best game as a Cleveland Brown with 80 percent completion you threw two touchdowns you had your best quarterback rating and you had one really good game last year but you couldn't put together the next game the same way but no Nick Chubb you've got the number one defense you've got a banged up Baltimore Ravens You gotta start living up to that contract because everything now is in line for you to be the player that you once were again in Cleveland.
1: Absolutely, coach. I totally agree. Again, if Wilds had not chopped the bud list, like, what, 40% of it, you chopped Years off because of you wanted to letters. shine. I got to have time for the, letter. I gotta right. time for the right. letters. He's I got to right. have time for the letters. He's he's exactly. Right. That, 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 we had the meeting. I it, remember. it. We sure just right. cut I'm it off. Yeah. I
2: mean, bro, it is true. Yeah, I mean, mean sure. Wilds' <laughs> argument for chopping the bud list was we need to be tighter and quicker. And now he's doing <laughs> letters and showing Photoshop and taking the time to talk about how good he looks <laughs> in a step. (laughs) It's a little weird, but okay. Fair critique. So first of all, massive oversight by you, which is not like you. You're usually so buttoned up. To do all of that about Trevor Lawrence and not acknowledge that he's going back home for a game in jolly old England. Nine thirty, Jolly oh, Old they, they, Well, that's what I mean. You're that's saying what, Jolly Old England. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> it's just hey, he once again, Wilds. I know you, the director understands it's not your segment. That's why you're not on <laughs> camera right now. You, however, have not quite figured that out. Uh, but otherwise, I really liked your list. I'm going to build on Coach's point and talk about the quarterback facing off against Deshaun Watson Ooh. this weekend, Lamar Jackson. Ooh. So, Lamar had. Uh, a really good game in week two. And then last week, they only score 16 points, and the best thing they do is run the football and quarterback-driven runs by Lamar, a lot like last year. And it is a game that they lost, and they lost in very odd fashion. The The Baltimore Ravens had the ball five times in the final three minutes of regulation and overtime. Five opportunities to win the game. Third and five to be able to run out the clock, he takes a sack. The next possession, they had just egregious clock management. I put that mostly on Harbaugh, not on Lamar. Then he takes a sack at the end of regulation. That kills their opportunity for field goal range. They end up kicking a 61-yarder and miss it. In overtime, they go three and out in OT when a field goal would win it. And then they get the ball again in overtime and go four and out when they got the ball at midfield. And now you are playing, as Coach mentioned, a Dominant defense. Yep. The Cleveland Browns have allowed 21 first downs this year. It's wild. 21 first downs all year. Miles Garrett has been. I, everyone's talking T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Garrett maybe has been the league's best defensive player. They're allowing 11 points per game, and this is a massive game. As both of these teams come in two and one, and you're in Cleveland, you. They are banged up. The Baltimore is banged right. up, which is why Lamar. Is going to, The Ravens are going to sink or swim based on Lamar's production in this right. game. And I'm curious if he can do it through the air, which is what their offseason was built around, his ability to do it through the air.
1: Well, look, Bateman didn't practice today. I don't know if he's officially out. OBJ, obviously, is yep. out. And it's looking a lot like last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all the changes, I thought they had more design runs yeah. last week. So, yeah, um, it's it's going to be on Lamar. It's a huge game because they blew that game against Indy because it looked like in overtime they felt like they had some – they were, oh, we're we definitely in good shape. Yeah. We're going to score. And then next thing you know, it's fourth down. Yeah. So, yeah, they got to get this one.
0: Uh, I'm adding Zeke to the bud list. Zeke had uh, some quotes Zeke. about going back to Dallas. Take a listen.
1: I mean, I keep saying it. This is another week for me. Uh, not going to make it bigger than what it is. Uh, I want to go out there <laughs> – Play Patriot football, We want to go out there, we want to get better, we want to get a win. It's just the next stop on our 17-game on our journey.
0: Okay, odd analysis here from me. Exact right answer. Also, total lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> an absolute lie. This is a big deal for Zeke. Uh, we look at he had his best game as a Patriot uh, against the Jets, ran for 80 yards. Philadelphia kind of had to do more blocking because we were scared of their line. Same with Miami, we just couldn't run the ball. I don't know why the Chargers could run the ball. We could not. So I think this is going to be a big game for Zeke. I also think it's going to be this, and this is a little bit tricky, because when Tom Brady went back to Foxborough, I was like, oof, Brady is going to be frazzled, a lot of nerves. I have the opposite take
2: Oh, no, shock.
0: <laughs> when <laughs> Zeke goes back to Dallas, I think the crowd is going to be just enthralled and enamored with Zeke. I think he's going to get a big ovation. I think Jerry's going to do something. I think it might be, it's not gonna be a hostile environment. I think Belichick's gonna feed him the ball at the goal line. I think the Cowboys are gonna struggle. I'm like, man, if he jumps in that salvation army bucket <laughs> again. Oh, it'd be like a home game for the Patriots.
1: Now look, I think they should do something for him. I mean, he's one of the best players they've had since the yes. Super Bowl era, right? Since their last Super Bowl era. And so I think they should do something. And I think it's more. You could put the Cowboys on the butt list. I got Dak. But, I mean, if they struggle again in the red zone, what don't they have? Because you said it a Zeke. few segments ago. Zeke. Like, Pollard is great, but he's not a power back like Zeke. And I don't think they'd be struggling as much in the red zone if they still had Zeke. So, yeah, if Zeke plays well and they struggle in the red zone. I'll be wearing be a cowboy hat on Monday. Yeah. Colorado, USC, next. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show.
0: The biggest names, the biggest games, the theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. Colorado hosting USC this Saturday. Line is up to 21 and a half as the Buffaloes try to bounce back from the blowout loss to Oregon, which Broussard said they'd win outright. (laughs) USC meanwhile rolling, (laughs) they've yet to score under 42 points, here's the tale of the tape between the two quarterbacks, Caleb and Shador, it looks pretty similar, everyone's playing well until you get to the bottom, which Caleb is playing so well, he's taken 105 fewer snaps and he's been taken out early in three or four games, bro. so Caleb's just crushing, who has the most on the line this game?
1: Well, you're talking about the quarterback or the team? Just in general. Because the team, I mean, up. Colorado has nothing on – they. all they can lose are cool points. I mean, really, like, nobody expects them to win. We actually expect them to get blasted, mm-hmm. all right? USC is playing for tangible things. They they got designs on making the playoff, winning the, the, the conference, the Pac-12. And Caleb, I'm sure, wants to become only the second player ever to win the Heisman twice. Mm-hmm. Archie Griffin, what, 48 years ago. So – it's And, look, USC dropped three spots because last week they didn't look good against Arizona, a bad Arizona State team, even though they beat them. So I, I think that the uh, the tough thing for Colorado is USC, even though they're the heavy favorites, they probably have the motivation because it's like they're the heavy favorites, but all anybody's talking about is Colorado. Spe- uh, uh, we're going to beat it, not us, but FS1 with Undisputed yeah. and Speak – they're not there for USC. They're there for Colorado. So Colorado's got all types of motivation to go out there and stomp
3: Colorado. So, yes, USC has a lot to lose. Yeah, Colorado has nothing to lose. USC has the greatest quarterback ever in the history of the world. According to Nick. So, so they've got Superman playing quarterback, so that's one that's right. guarantee. USC beat Colorado 46-7 to in 1927, and they haven't lost since. Wow. So we talk good? about – we talk about the New England Jets <laughs> streak, but they haven't lost since 1927 when they won 46-7. Wow. to seven. So that's pretty significant. And then when you just look at your point about making the playoffs, Oregon, I think, is what, ninth and, and USC is eighth. So Oregon did what they did. Yeah. If USC doesn't go out and do something comparable you know, with, with, the, with the college waiting system, you, know, you do get style points. Right. So they're, they're going to need to go do something impressive in order to maintain their position or Excel. Do
2: you want to go wild? It looks like there's some you want to see. No, you can go. Uh, go for it. America's the most on the line this weekend. Oh! The whole and country. football fans for everyone whose team's not very good. Because you get to watch the guy that could turn your franchise around. In Caleb Interesting. Williams. And Broncos, Broncos Bears fans, the Sunday afternoon's going to suck for whichever one of you wins. But Saturday's going to be super exciting because you don't know yet if you're going to have the pole position to have a transcendent generational player and coach can say that i do this all the time i do not I said it with Patrick Mahomes after his second preseason game. Now, was I a little excited because he was on my team we hadn't drafted a quarterback in the first round in 35 years? I was. Sure. I was also correct. I said it about Trevor, and you all laughed at me, and then he had the third greatest playoff comeback in playoff history, and I, you guys were not We're not sure if you're correct. Have, oh, you, have wait, you ever
3: said it about wait. a quarterback that didn't? No, trans- no, no, wait, no. Hold so on, long. hold on. I mean. No, the oh. thing
2: is I haven't. As far as generational, no doubt, transcendent, there's quarterbacks I've liked. There's quarterbacks I said, Baker, sure. But at no point have I said what I'm saying about Caleb. And all Caleb has done since I've been saying it is make zero mistakes. It's play perfect football. We can show you more of his numbers coming off the Heisman Trophy season. And I can also tell you this past week, he was 20 of 31, 320 yards and five touchdowns and universally accepted as the worst game he's played all year. He currently has the highest passer rating by the college football metric in playoff history. And I'm telling you right now, like there is, well, again, (laughs) thus far, I mean, that was Stanford. That's a real opponent. That's a pretty unbelievable throw that there's only one other person alive who can make consistently. And he happens to play in Kansas City. And so, here's what I'm telling you. Right now, for example, Wilds, the Chicago Bears seem hopeless. Seems just like it is just dead on arrival. The Bears could, nine months from now, have Caleb Williams at quarterback because they have the Panthers pick, Marvin Harrison Jr. at wide receiver, and Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator, as their head coach, and be positioned, oh, I don't know, for the next decade. Pretty good. And America has not been watching Caleb. They've been playing bad teams and on in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And so, that's. I, I, listen, I'm glad they're playing Colorado while people still really are excited about Colorado because everyone's going to get to see what some of us have seen for the last two years. There's the most talented college quarterback since Trevor and one of the most talented of the last decade.
0: There's just no doubt about it. So you said something interesting. You said why people are still watching Colorado. I think the big question is, is the symbiotic relationship that the media and Coach Prime have about to frazzle? Because if they get blown out in Oregon, if we if they lose this game, and we can see the upcoming schedule,
2: these games are going to get pretty tough. They could win but, either of the next two after USC.
3: And, and but, he's got a great perspective on it. He, he said every David needs a Goliath so they can use their stones. Like, he understands that this is a <laughs> totally. loss, huh? but, but you know, he, it's exciting, and I think they've got a chance. I they got a chance. The interest of the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll
0: just macro-wise, and we talked about this upstairs, that post-TCU, Dion was like, Do you believe now? And I think there was a fervor between, between everybody, football fans and non football fans alike. It's like, Man, Dion's doing something unprecedented, and this is going to happen this year. And then, drips and drabs, Dion's like, You know what? I need about seven more guys. Yeah. Hey, w- hey, recruit, I'm not hard to find. So, like,
2: <laughs> Oh, are, are we sort of looking toward, well, to a next year? I think going into this really year, hype. everyone would have acknowledged Colorado becoming bowl eligible. Would be a massive Absolute. success story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely their Vegas projected win total was three and a half. Like they you know what I mean? They yep. they still already have on their resume the second biggest point spread upset in this in college football year. And when you look at the schedule, I don't know if we can pull it back up. The Pac twelve is awesome this yeah. year. It's a brutal schedule. But what they have is, I would argue, their next five games after USC, they're all winnable. Home against Oregon State is winnable. You'll be a big dog. Those other four, you should be able to be right there. And so they got to find three wins. Yeah. Can they find three wins in their next in the five after USC? Because I don't think the end of the year. Was, Utah's big people right. make Oregon's big people look like little people, and Oregon's big people <laughs> made Colorado's <laughs> big people look like little people. And I don't think they beat Wazoo, but they can do something.
0: Okay, we'll be watching.
2: Uh, coming up next, Jordan Love. Oh. Jared Goff Nick tonight. on the love hype train. I'm gonna punch hubs in the face. <laughs> I, I
0: can't believe you did that. Lions favorite in Lambeau tonight against Jordan Love. You know Jared Goff. After he dismantled the Chiefs, derailed their perfect season. Remember that? Holy cow! Yeah, yeah nice. dismantled. Yeah, dismantled them. by one. But great. Lost to Seattle and beat the Falcons. The Packers, meanwhile, lost to the Falcons, but pulled out a W last week against the Saints. Nick, who do you got Bruce tonight? Saints.
2: I've got the Packers. Now, they're without David Bakhtiari, who's now on IR. They're still pretty banged up. But listen, the pa- I picked the Packers before the year to win the AFC North. Or NFC North, pardon me. I, I thought that Jordan Love was going to be good this year. Not great, but good. We tried to talk about it repeatedly, but our producer, Hubs, was like, nobody cares about Jordan Love. Yes, I was like, I care that. about Jordan Love. Yeah. I think he's good. And last week, I thought it was his most impressive performance because he was not good for the first three quarters of that game, and then against a very good defense, had a brilliant fourth quarter, throwing to Romeo, Dobbs, and others with Christian Watson out. On the other hand, I don't think the Lions have been great. I know they beat the Chiefs, and I give them credit for it. Yep. It was a very tough environment. I didn't think they were overwhelming offensively in that game. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were overwhelmingly offensively this past week, and that's where they need to be the best. So I like the Packers at home tonight.
1: I I liked Green Bay like you did. I got to make it a the playoffs. Yes. I got Detroit winning the division and and I think Detroit wins tonight. Look. The only Jordan Love's been fine. He's been good. Seven touchdowns, right? Yeah, one good. pick. So he's been good with that. He had, he's completing like like 50 something of problem. his passes. Not throwing for a ton of Wild yards.
2: Target throws.
1: But the other thing is the only reason they they should be one and two. The only reason they won last week is cuz dark horse MVP candidate Derek Carr oh got my hurt. Gosh, They're up seven. Know, New Orleans up 17-0 well, well, Brew, who came when him? Derek Carr got hurt. Well, Jameis, look. He's that another was a few dark years, years horse, ago. MVP that Canada, was years Brew, ago, and he actually Brew, was I'm just curious
2: real quick before we go. Before getting hurt, had Derek Carr played well this year? They were
1: 2-0 oh in uh, route, route to being 3-0. They were in route
2: to oh. being 3-0. Bro, had he played well?
1: They were, they were about to be 3-0.
0: You play to win the game. Upset alert tomorrow, remember.